0: a road tripper, author, and pastor, Father Brad Mathias, and iShine founder, solo parenting expert, and all-around foodie, Mr. Robert Beeson. Join us each week as we explore and engage with some of the most intriguing, inspiring, outrageous, and awesome parents in the world. This is Brilliantly Brave.
1: Welcome to Brilliantly Brave. I'm Pastor Brad, and this is Robert Beeson. Hey. We are excited <laughs> with our guest today. We. We have uh, the privilege of hosting an interview with Patty Garibay. Patty is the founder and executive director of American Heritage Girls. Yeah, it's it's amazing her story. We've had the opportunity to get
2: to know her fairly well and uh, consider her a friend. And she's just she saw an issue and um, just attacked it and attacked it from a family perspective and in creating this uh, American Heritage Girls, which is now. A massive organization of of girls. It's it's modeled after the same kind of um, uh, what would you call it a program kind as of, Girl same Scouts. Same structure, yeah. Uh, as structure is a better word as Girl Scouts. So it's something for girls to, to belong to and get involved with. But but definitely with um, with Christian values and and um, it is just it's been amazing to watch her grow this organization. It started out just her doing this. So now she has a pretty remarkable staff, and and it's and it's all over the country. And now there's a, a boy's version of it. But it all started because she saw something that she wanted to address, and she stepped up and, and did that. So I'm so excited about this interview.
1: I am, too. Patty's become a close friend of uh, the ministries that Robert and I help oversee. And she's been married over 35 years. She has seven grandkids, four of her own grown children. She started this ministry 21 years ago. I mean, she's looking from the perspective of someone who's been through a lot. Yeah. She's learned a lot of valuable lessons. And I think our audience today is really gonna be blessed and encouraged by her story and just the wisdom that comes from someone mm. who's walked through a parenting world. Yeah, we're excited. And uh, so let's get into it. We're going to open now, Patty, with you sharing with our audience, the Brilliantly Brave podcast audience, about your background. Go.
3: I was a girl who uh, was raised by two parents. Um, My father was disabled. Um, He suffered from multiple sclerosis and um, was really I, I don't ever recall him walking. So I have no memory of my dad standing upright and walking like all the other dads did. And my mother, um, was then, you know, uh, pretty much forced to go into the workforce and to make a wage for our family of five, uh, to be able to thrive. And, uh, th- th- by the grace of God, we, um, we survived those years. It, it wasn't easy. Um, many people would probably call us a dysfunctional family, uh, without the fun, but we did have, um, a lot of love. And, um, my father is, is truly a role model for myself and has always been. And because my dad was so important to me and, and also because he took so much time from my busy schedule in my girlhood um, and my teenagehood, um, he was important to me. And I thought any guy that I'm going to date, my dad has to be important to him too. And so I, I met this gentleman. I couldn't believe it. I met him in third grade wow. and little did I know that uh, today he would be my husband of 38 years. Third uh, grade, huh? Third grade. And um, we started, wow. quote, liking each other, you know, in eighth grade. And uh, I guess you'd say the rest is history. But he, he loved my dad and he knew the struggles that I had growing up. And I think that's really critical um, for a successful marriage. And I, I'm, mm. really, I'm really happy um, that we shared not just our childhood, but even our, our teen years, um, Pat and I, And and we're able to sort of be together on this parenting thing when the Lord decided to bless us with children. And that was early in our marriage um, that we were able to sort of be together because we knew each other growing up and we knew what was important to us. And so I, I think that's a benefit, and I, I think it's an un, almost unrealistic. I mean, my kiddos told me, "Gosh, Mom, in third grade we felt pressure; we were supposed to find our husband." <laughs> that was never that was never the intent of the story. It was about you know just knowing, um, you know, oh, pretty much turning over rocks at any point. The God God gives us opportunities that we often um, ignore, don't even see. And so anyway, um, we were young parents; we had no money. Um, I'm sure a lot of the listeners can relate to this, but we had a lot of love and our journey with the Lord started about five years into our marriage where we really realized, gosh, we've got to reconnect and we we've got to build this relationship with God. Um, we were raised um, both as Christians in, in a in a Catholic household and um, we understood. About the uh, righteousness and reverence for God, Mm. but we didn't really know all about the relationship that God might want Mm. us to have. And that's when we start, we even found that together. What what a blessing, right? At the same time um, for that to happen. And so the bedrock of our parenthood was really, we were floundering Christians. We knew we messed up a ton, um, but we just, Kept listening to this guy named Dr. James Dobson, and we knew that he would be <laughs> our spiritual mentor through this journey of families, and he was. And wow. um, so that was that was really our our beginning parenting, unequipped, unaware, um, unresourced, but yet here we are, and, and just uh, kind of
2: discovering it all together, like uh, on the same path.
3: Yes, what a blessing! And not that it was always harmonious. <laughs> Don't of course. believe you me.
1: <laughs> yeah. We yeah. Upset yeah. So Patty, that's uh, that's remarkable. And, you know, one of the things that I noticed uh, in your bio and from getting to know you is that you have seven grandkids now. So I somewhere do. that all worked out. Um, to, yeah.
3: Oh man. Yeah. I have, t- I have seven grandkids from the ages of 10 to one um, and four children of, of my own. And um, I, I suspect that we might have a few more, but what a blessing Um, for that kind of, uh, what I'm ex- most excited about, you guys, is really the c- carrying on the tradition of Christianity through our family. That is what really excites me. Impact for the kingdom through uh, my kids and my grandkids. That's that's the blessing, right?
1: Yeah, I th- and I think that's an amazing example that um, of parents today who are in the thick of it could look forward and see your story and go, Oh my gosh, I can get through this. There is hope. Um, my marriage could survive parenthood and my kids could survive parenthood. (laughs) So I, I think that's encouraging. You know, one of the most amazing parts of your story, Patty, is the fact that in the middle of raising four children, uh, About 22 years ago now, you felt a compulsion to start something brand new, which was to become the American Heritage Girls. And I want you to speak, if you would, briefly to the parent who in 2017 is just has that wrestling within them, that stirring that something new is about to be birthed and that, that not only are they just continue as parents, but there might be something God's asking them to do. What would you say to them?
3: Wow. Listen, listen, listen. You know what? When uh, my crisis, so to speak, and I like to call myself a woman interrupted and, and how many of us hmm. are there, right? That's we, right. We, we go along our path, right? And we're, we're thinking we know what life's all about and what our life is going to be about. And, you know, our life is simply on loan. And um, we have got to listen to the Lord and then act. Uh, My husband, when when things went south with the Girl Scouts, you know, he gave me one of those little pokes in the ribs. What are you going to do about that, he said. And I said, you know, it's going to be okay. My troop's going to be fine. My, My world, my world as I defined it was going to be just fine.
2: So let me let, said, let me stop you for you. Your kids were actively involved in Girl Scouts at that time. Yes. Right, okay.
3: You bet. And so was I as a mom and a right. volunteer. Um, and, and so he's like, what are you going to do about it? And I'm like, we're going to be fine in this troop. We're going to just do our Christian things that we do. And, and you know, we, we went to the realization that you can't serve two gods. And and so the Lord was calling us. And it the calling came initially through my husband's nudge, you see. And so hmm. I learned hmm. to listen. And And that's what I would like to encourage the listeners is you need to listen. You need to be aware of not only those subtle requests that the Lord gives us and even the loud ones too, but to open every door that avails itself that is of him, prayer first and then open the door. You don't know why you're walking through the door. And I know the relationship even that I have with you guys in regards to between Gospel Alliance and I Shine and Bema, and yeah. why did he even walk through those doors? I didn't know, and you probably didn't know either. But we know now that the Lord had a great design, mm. and so my my cautionary tale is: do not overthink it. This is not your life; it is on loan. You are here to mm. build the kingdom, and you need to open the doors and walk through.
1: Wow, you know that. That is uh, wonderful. I love that. This is not your life. Uh, as a pastor, I don't know how many times uh, that thought is reintroduced into into my own ministry. Uh, so many times we get wrapped up in, in what we want. And as a parent, we learn quickly that our our wants get Uh, secondary to uh, our kids' needs, and that sort of growing awareness of sacrificial living is a really powerful truth that stabilizes us sometimes in those hard moments. I I can't help but think that for our listener who is wondering, American Heritage Girls is uh, a Christian version of the Girl Scout organization could you tell us just a little bit about what it is that God led you to do 22 years ago
3: absolutely I you know he gave me such a love for kids and that that's why parenting to me was the an absolute joy and continues to be so. Um, not every time is great, you know. I wanted to kill my son, no question about it. I'm afraid he's still alive. You know, he was one of those non performing teenagers, and then now look at him; he's just doing fantastic. But you know, it's it's going at the top of that hill um, on the roller coaster, and you know, you, you the only way is down. And you you've taught him everything you could. You shared with him every belief and every truth in the Bible, and yet he still seems to be you know, against what you're, what you're about. Mm. That's when we got to trust. We've got a seatbelt on. We know the the love that our Lord has for us and we got to trust. And when we get to the bottom of that hill, there's going to be something there. And, and that's for anybody with a prodigal or, or someone who's just feeling like, gosh, this son, the son, this daughter is not where I would want him to be. Trust that you have done, that you what you can, and through prayer, and through other people in their lives, and that's what I love about what why God led me to AHG is to create this environment for girls to have other believing women and men to breathe into them. So it's not just mom and dad, because you all know, at the tween age and beyond, they just they, we're not the ones that are are really speaking the big the big loud voice messages to right. them. Um, it's others. And so they need, we got to combat this with every, every arrow that is possible to find in our quiver. And so what we do is, is we continue to surround them and pick choices, not just church. Church is vital. It's integral. But what other organizations or what other groups can be very relevant to their everyday life? that still bring the Christian values and the truths of the Bible around these kiddos. So it's not just one voice or maybe two, Lots of voices, and it's hard to ignore when there's lots of voices. And I think that's why the Lord brought American Heritage Girls to me, as I needed that for my kids, and I know lots and lots of moms and dads need that for their daughters as well.
2: It's interesting <laughs> that you know um, when I started, I Shine, it, it came out of my home, just like um, you're talking about. It came out of your home, out of out of recognizing a need, and and your husband prompting you to say, "What are you going to do about?" About this, it's interesting how God uses things that happen in our home to birth something that are way beyond or bigger than what we could ever imagine. Because I know for me, I never would have thought, in my background, that I would start a ministry to tweens ever. I, that that just never occurred to me. It seemed so big and such a like a lofty, and I wasn't equipped. I wasn't you know I wasn't the guy for it. I, I don't know if you ever went through those feelings, but I, I know <laughs> that I know there's a lot of people out there that maybe. Are stumped or they don't take the next step because they just think that's way beyond them. And um, we all have that. And whether it's building iShine or American Heritage Girls or whatever it is, it's that second guessing of ourselves sometimes that seems to really um, stump us and and keeps us from moving forward. So uh, I guess my question is did you? Ever think that you would start an organization that has now grown to the I don't know how many employees you have, like what, two thousand? No, I'm kidding. I'm like I, <laughs> Well you have over ten
3: thousand volunteers. Ten thousand volunteers.
2: But- well, there you go. I mean it's just that's not I'm I'm sure you didn't sit around your your dining room table going, you know, one day I wanna have, you know, ten thousand volunteers around the country <laughs> discipling younger girls. So you know, this comes from this comes from a home place. This comes from a, a recognizing a need in your own you know, around your own kitchen table. So what would you say to those, those parents out there that are like going, you know, I recognize that there might be an issue here and maybe it's not building an, you know, American heritage girls, but maybe it's forming a discipleship group with other parents or, or whatever it is, you know, I mean, doing something because I know I believe the enemy, his first tactic, at least to me is to say, there's no way you can do that. You're not qualified to do that
3: you better believe it oh man robert you just hit the nail on the head you know i you look at this the situation where your kids aren't perfect yeah you can't lead anything that would talk about trying to raise kids well look at you as a parent right i mean that's the adversary you know demeaning you and making you feel like you're less than because that is not what god wants of us you know he says you can because i can that's right. And it's not because I could. Patty Garamay cannot do anything without the grace of God. And so it's so important to know what you don't know, you know, mm. and, and to be able to say, "Hey, there's a ton of space for God in this one," and and, and that's when the, that's when the magic happens because the Holy Spirit puts everything on steroids. When hmm. we say mine, 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 and we say this will be my discipleship group and this is what fits in my house. Well, you're right. That is all you can handle, but that's not what God can handle. That's right. So it goes along with opening and walking through those doors, but also allowing the expanse to occur, thus not filling it all up with yourself. You know know what ego is, right? Edging God out. Get Hmm. rid of that ego and let the Holy Spirit fill those spaces. And then you're going to see amazing things. And trust me, Robert, there is no way in the world anyone that knew me would ever say that I could do anything anything that i'm doing today a matter of fact i was so freaked out by using a computer because i was a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. during the computer age that i thought i've got to quit this now so there's lots of resources around and they don't all come with dollar signs but they come with people faces and that's what i love about what i'm doing and what you guys are doing too because the lord has brought his people to his purpose
2: that's right and and, and it seems like you know when when we encounter an obstacle like you did with uh, Pat saying, what are you going to do about this? Because things were going south with Girl Scouts. I mean, a lot of times we look at the problems in our lives as parents, and we just think they're problems instead of a nudging from God yes. to do something about it. And um, I think that's what's remarkable about people like yourself that that look at an issue or a problem and say, you know what, I'm not going to just complain about this. There's something I can do, even if it's a small step, let's just take a step at a time and 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 look at you know look at where it led to
1: yeah patty let me jump in i i want to commend you for the brilliantly brave steps that you took to go as a mother who's already struggling to keep up with the demands of a stay-at-home mom taking care of your kids working through these issues that are normal to every family and adolescence in particular, and still you had your proverbial chin above the water. So when I say that, that means that you were aware of needs that were beyond your own. You could see and perceive that something needed to be done beyond just surviving the experience of parenthood. And so that's the inspiration part for me as I listen to your story. That's the part that gives me hope and encouragement. And I know that our listeners, many will feel, just as Robert described and that you affirmed, overwhelmed, anything but brilliant or brave. And instead, they may be really at a point of really despair almost, that anything could change in their life, that anything could change in their family, and how could they ever be used by God? What would you say to that parent?
3: I would say change is not a bad thing. The Lord has a plan for us, and He loves us. And change might be exactly what's necessary to help stabilize that family. Um, Hmm. I, I often think about when the Lord called out the disciples to walk on water, you know, they, they could only do that one way, and that was to get out of the boat and trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I often tell, tell, you know, our volunteers, they always need encouragement. They're busy moms and dads. And I often say, you can't walk on water if you don't get out of the boat. Trust the Father. Keep your eyes on him. Know that if he has given you, he will not give you more than you can handle. If he has given you a a gift, a vision of something he wants for his kingdom, he will provide the resource. Be assured. As sure as I am here today, I can assure you that the Lord will provide in ways that you will not understand. And they will not be in the ways that you expect. But they will be in the most divine, perfect, (laughs) steroid-like way um, that blows your mind. And, and I just encourage your listeners to step out and step up because 2017 is going to be a great year for the kingdom.
1: Wow, those, that's fantastic, uh, Patty. And, and that closing thought to, to really trust God with that, that little nugget that's deep in your heart, that vision to do something very unique that you know is scratching inside of your mind it's the holy spirit it's pulling those ideas out what practical advice would you give a parent in deciding is this god or am i crazy that's a really
3: really good question for me it was to go to prayer consistently and to lay the fleece out, so to speak, and to say, Father, please close the doors that you want closed. Um, Help me to discern this. Also, people that you trust in your life that are believers, that will also pray on your behalf. I believe that um, there's just not enough prayer. <laughs> the Lord wants to hear from us. He wants to know the yearnings of our hearts. And I, I do believe that He will He will measure it out, like a baby steps. It could be baby steps. It could be huge steps. I mean, I have friends that started ministries where oh my goodness, amazing stuff happened right at mm-hmm. the very beginning. For myself, it was a slow and steady progress, probably because I was a little bit in the a negative with my aptitude, and, but not my attitude. So um, you never know um, where God's going to lead you, but move forward. I know one thing, the Lord does not want you to be stagnant and to sit on something because that will just fester like any other dream. And um, I, I just believe that the Lord has great, great, great Vision for each of our lives, and that we all have a contribution to make, whatever that is. And I love the fact that you talked about that itching in your heart. That's exactly what it is. And when that doesn't go away, that means you better do something about it.
1: Wow. Uh, those are such encouraging uh, closing thoughts, Patty. We are so grateful uh, that you took the time to share with our audience just some of what you're about and where you've been. I wanna encourage our listeners to go to AmericanHeritageGirls.org. That's AmericanHeritageGirls.org. Find out more about American Heritage Girls and what they're doing in a community near you. If you've got an adolescent or pre-adolescent young woman, there are opportunities for you to plug them into what Patty has helped create. And so without any further ado, Happy New Year, God bless everyone, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much, Patty.
0: Parents, remember, even if you may not feel brilliant or brave, you are. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. 2 Timothy 1, 7 and 13. This podcast is a service of iShine Ministries and the Tween Gospel Alliance, all rights reserved. Donations to Brilliantly Brave are tax-deductible at iShineLive.com. Review and subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, or on our webpage. And read our blog and connect with us at WordPress at BrilliantlyBrave.com. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Brilliantly Brave.